Hope will arise out of the ashes of our past broken relationships, fractured families, and personal struggles. Come walk a mile with me as we allow Jesus to clean out the mess and organize the rest. Welcome to the Bridging Broken to Breakthrough podcast. I am your host, Maria Wingard. Grab your shoes, lace them up as we start strolling through this week's episode. Continuing with Sly Sorcery, Silent Supernatural, Part 6. So how does superstition work? Why does it work? Fear. Fear of what people will think of you and what you are doing. You are afraid of the curse coming your way because you lend credibility and believe in it at a gut level. Somehow we have become more afraid and believe in evil more than the goodness and power of God. So we negotiate with demons unconsciously to ward off evil. We believe we have a better chance negotiating with demons than praying to God. It causes us to buy the lies and worship ourselves or another God besides the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, all the while denying what we're doing. According to the Cognitive Research Journal, we have the why it works. Quote, repeated information is often perceived as more truthful than new information. This finding is known as the illusory truth effect, and it is typically thought to occur because repetition increases processing fluency, because fluency and truth are frequently correlated in the real world, people learn to use processing fluency as a marker for truthfulness. When information is repeated, it is processed more fluently and is consequently perceived to be more truthful, end quote. Basically, the more you hear, read, or see information repeated, the easier it is for you to accept deceptive information as truthful fact, whether or not it actually is. This is why we find ourselves compelled into witchcraft without actually knowing why. Good luck, knock on wood. All those superstitious things passed down through repetition that we don't know why we're doing it, but we must do it, and mostly sheepishly. The main reason? Fear of what people will say if we disagree and say it's not harmless. Let's take a look at the movie Hocus Pocus. Three women, not men, who are witches. As harmless as it may seem, it's real witchcraft. Witchcraft that specifically speaks about sucking children's souls in order to stay youthful. Child sacrifice in plain sight. Just read the monologue. Quote, once I suck all the life from all the children, I will be young and beautiful again. They're called the daughters of darkness. Their spell book was given to them by the devil. It is bound by human skin. They call Satan master. They summon all the children to their house to partake in their essence of life, end quote. Now let's take a look at real life superstition inside of our families. Stepmothers. I bet without batting an eye, you instantly inserted the word witch, evil, or had a bad taste in your mouth. It's subconscious in our culture at this point. How about stepfather? I bet it doesn't generate the same feeling. 
Here's the reason why. We have been programmed to feel this way, and the second some poor, good-intentioned lady marries into a family, no matter what she does, it's wrong. Derision is prevalent. Side looks and snickers behind her back as there's always proof of some failability. Did you know that there have been at least 41 evil stepmother movies of which 10 were the retelling of Cinderella and mostly geared towards children during their formative years? Snow White's been done at least four times. And to reinforce this unconscious evil of the stepmom, we have the darker versions of Maleficent and Snow White and the Huntsman. Guess how many evil stepdad movies there are? One, exactly one, and it is not even a mainstream movie, but Lifetime. So even though in real life, children are harmed by men just as much as they are by women in their lives, there is a portrayal that the woman marrying the father is the problem, and it's at a subconscious level. We hunt for reasons to validate our feelings because our feelings do not lie. However, the Bible tells us that, quote, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who could know it, Jeremiah 17, 9. Not just in some things, but in all things, our feelings will lie to us. We truly need to ask the Holy Spirit, what are we doing that is honoring towards evil and dishonoring towards the Lord? Where have we put evil on display as cute or harmless, claiming there is no power? Where have we participated by placing an item in our home that glorifies the horrors of evil? So, now that we see just how much superstitious sly sorcery has insidiously invaded our lives, what do we do now? Be careful, little eyes, what you see. Be careful, little ears, what you hear. Because the Lord up above is looking down in love. Frankly, many do not know what spirits they're interacting and negotiating with every day. I am grateful you decided to walk a mile with me, your host, Maria Wingard, on the Bridging Broken to Breakthrough podcast. I pray that through our conversation, Jesus reveals how he is bridging broken to breakthrough as we stroll through another mile in this journey called life. Hope will arise if you let him in your life today. To listen to past episodes or find out more, please visit hopewillarise.com.